Groove Café. It is the Groove Cafe right here on RX Radio. And as always, I'm excited to chat with my guests to hear what it is they do and what they are passionate about. Today, I have Cindy Evelyn Magara Amoti joining me, a Ugandan film director and academic. She serves as a lecturer of film studies and literature at McCary University. And she has directed and produced so many movies since 2006. Cindy Evelyn Magara, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's lovely to have you. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. I, I hope I'm in order to say that. <laughs> yes, Happy New Year to you. I'm saying I think we can stretch this out for the rest of the month. Huh? Yes, yeah, sure. How yeah. is the New Year treating you? Well, so far so good. Taking it slow, taking kids back to school, doing a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. How many do you have? Ah, uh, three. You have three? I've been very, very, very productive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've ha- I have three too. Are you trying to say I've been very busy? <laughs> um, I-, I think by Ugandan standards <laughs> and the way things are moving, mm-hmm. three is being very patriotic. <laughs> okay, how old are they? Um, I have a 14-year-old turned 14 uh, January third. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, fourteen-year-old uh-huh. daughter. I have a ten-year-old son, mm-hmm. and a seven-year-old daughter. Okay. Oh, so back to mm. school, all of them. Yeah. Mm. And my fourth bone was my PhD. My fifth bone will be my next work. My <laughs> wow. Um, but a PhD <laughs> is no joke. Yeah. When was that? Um, I actually graduated with my PhD in April last year. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that's a huge achievement, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Of course, when you're in my field as an academic, mm-hmm. you have no shortcut. You have to do a PhD. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. Okay, so your passion for film, how far back is this? Is this even before school? Were you involved in drama? Um, I won't say Yes, and mm. I won't say no mm. because you know in, in, in our community you grew up surrounded by a whole lot of stories. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother used to tell me stories, mm-hmm. and I went to campus to study literature. Oh. And um, so in my study of literature, and the reason I was studying literature is because I got an A in literature. Mm. So maybe that one could have honed my interest into storytelling and all. Mm-hmm. Little did I know I would make movies or I would even ever start a film. So you had never thought about that? You... No, I'd never thought about had it. Had you but acted at writer. all? Yes, I had acted. Okay. I had acted. Any little opportunity I would get to act, I would act. Oh. But now I'm not an actor yet. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> any little chance I would get, I would act. If there's any, like, I was really active in performing, mm-hmm. singing, dancing. And um, so at campus, that is 205. I'm in my third year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there comes a nun who had just returned from Italy, mm-hmm. our professor. And she says she's going to teach a course called film. Okay. African cinema, to be exact. I'm like, African cinema? Okay. Um, well, we'll give it a try. And actually, she had already pre-selected the students who did it. Oh. I think she knew she is going to be intense. So she came to, she looked at the um, uh, performance of s- several students and got o- only 40. 
Mm-hmm. In that one year where we did African cinema, it was the most exciting year for me. <laughs> and we were taught a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like you're being taught African cinema, which is like aerial studies. Mm-hmm. By the time you do aerial study, like maybe African literature or Caribbean literature or American literature, you should have an idea of what literature is. Mm-hmm. So we're being taught aerial studies of African cinema. Mm-hmm. And before we could do that, they had to first introduce us to what is film, the film language and all. So that means we are doing introduction film studies mm. at the same time, uh, being taught film criticism because you're going to analyze these African films. It was very exciting for me. And Ooh, before very... that, uh-huh. yeah, before that, I wanted to be a writer. And with my literature and in Uganda, people would ask, what are you going to do with your literature? But I loved it. Mm. So I had joined the Femirite. I used to go to Femirite, present my poems, uh. Uh, try and write a whole lot of things. So film was like, oh, I am going to turn everything I wanted to write into film. Because <laughs> I was convinced through film, mm-hmm. I'm going to, to reach a wide audience. You don't need to be literate. Mm-hmm. to understand a movie while in literature you must be literate to read yes yes yeah wow so that was a really intense year studying uh, african cinema then yes it and was and a turning intense. point for you yes it was a turning point and actually afterwards i didn't even want to look for a job i told my father i just want to make movies <laughs> i didn't know how oh my gosh <laughs> Yes, I just want to make movies. This is what I'm going to do. He's like, oh, no, I don't know what you're trying to say. So what do you need? Mm. Uh, that time, I remember um, I had a boyfriend who was traveling out of the country. I had never even, I had only been to Kenya. Mm-hmm. I'd never traveled out of the country. I asked him, could you buy me a camera, mm-hmm. a small camcorder? Possibly, I even had no idea of a big camera, the small cameras. And, and my dad asked, okay, how much is the camera? I told him, oh, about maybe $500 or $600. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let's him buy it. Uh, so my boyfriend then, who turned to be my husband now, brings back the camera for me. Mm-hmm. And I used to, it became like a talisman. <laughs> if you, you know what I mean. Uh-huh, everywhere. Like I would it. move, yes, I would go everywhere with it. I would go to the National Theatre. They, they had introduced something called Cine Club. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Actually, some of the big guys, I won't even tell you their names, mm-hmm. who are big in film, had never, um, like, they had interest in film, maybe they had not even touched a camera. Some of them practiced for my small camcorder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, uh-huh. So anyway, uh, with my camcorder, you try to teach yourself a whole lot of things. But my, my background being literature, I had already written out a story. Mm-hmm. And... When we did African cinema first semester in my third year, the next semester we had to write a script. And and the whole point was that the students of literature who are studying African literature, who are studying literature in an African university Mm -hmm. can easily translate that or transfer that information Mm-hmm. from literature to film to because they are related mm-hmm. so that's why they started teaching film at Macquarie University in the Department of Literature up to today we teach it there and that's what I teach anyway mm, that uh, makes sense because you, you, it's taking mm. you right back to your roots of storytelling at the end yes. of the day mm-hmm. yeah 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 
So we, I had written a script to graduate while other people would do like research and whatever. For us, we had to write a film script. Mm. And you get very excited, you know, being taught about the Usman Sembene's. So you can link Usman Sembene, the grandfather of African cinema, mm-hmm. to the writers in Africa, like in Gugiwa Yongo. Look at the stories. At that time, really, with that age, you're 24, 23. Mm-hmm. You're trying, you're seeing, you have all the energy and you think yourself as a philosopher. So you're going to <laughs> make things, pump sense in the stories that come out of Change here. the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's how I came in. And even after campus, I wanted to make my first film. Mm-hmm. And I felt, anyway, sometimes it's good to be young. I, I felt like I have to give back to society. I thought my first film was uh, about um, a corporate lady. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Fate. Fate. It's about a, this corporate lady mm-hmm. um, who, out of like Fate, ended up contracting HIV, and and she she's contracted HIV because she's being so pressured to marry, to get married, in spite of having it all. Society sees her as not successful. Mm. And and the mother wants her grandchild. You know these pressures mm-hmm. we can put on some people, mm-hmm. or, or we put on ourselves. Yes. So she ends up getting HIV. As through that story, I really wanted to tell the community that you can live positively with HIV in these PMT cities. I was almost playing like government role mm-hmm. to teach women how to, you know, you can be pregnant, so you'll get a negative child. So mm-hmm. HIV is not the end of it. So that was my very, very first film. Fate. Um, yeah, Fate. Okay, how was that received? Um, 2006. I graduated in 2006, March, and I launched my first film in July, 2006. Wow. I should tell you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So immediately I did my last exam. I started working on the, on the film, um, um, organized some of the colleagues I started with, the guys that met at the National Theatre, and most of them were doing pro bono work, mm-hmm. um, it, which also comes with those challenges. Mm-hmm. So we we work on this script I'm having, and my father helped me to rent a house. So my house was my office, and we would meet there along Mwendo Road and. Um, I wrote a lot of proposals. I was too young. I could walk everywhere. <laughs> anyway, I... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I managed to get Coca-Cola to sponsor me. They would give us drinks on set. Mm-hmm. At that time, when there was only one film made, by the way, mm-hmm. that time when I'm making my first film, there was only one film made by Ashraf mm-hmm. called Roses in the Rain, which was a co-production between Uganda and the Nigeria. So people have, been, have no idea about what film is. Um, so anyway, I think the reception was okay because I managed to take my film to Cineplex. It was the first Ugandan film to go to Cineplex. Oh my goodness. On Johnson Street. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember yes. that Cineplex. I used to walk there for movies in the afternoon. Yeah, from Sanyu, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and uh, the reception wasn't that bad. I'm sure if you put a movie now out and it gets the same advertisement like mine, you would hardly get 20 or 30 people watching it. Mm. Yeah. Um, but that was a we... huge achievement back in 2006. You know, yes, a, when... a lot of people are looking at the film industry, at least now. Um, mm. And a lot has happened in the last 10 years. Uh, mm. Did you get a lot of support? Because you, you talked uh, about some of the people that you had met, you know, who did pro bono work. But... You know, for the film industry then, did you receive the support you um, needed? I walked, I can say out of a hundred 
uh, doors that I knocked, I got response from like 10, mm-hmm. uh, which was okay mm-hmm. because people then didn't even know that Uganda does make movies. There is actually a journalist who even thought I was a fake. What? <laughs> pretending that I've started film at campus mm-hmm. and he had left campus a year. Like he was in third year when I was in second year. So by the time I get to third year, we are studying film. So one year after he's left school, there is coming someone, a young woman or a girl, claiming that she she started film at campus. Oh, he's like, and she's making movies. So this journalist goes behind the scenes to unravel this fake imposter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a movie on its own right there. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, the offices I used to go to, this would be so funny. People would look at me, I was, um, I should have been about um, maybe size eight or nine. Mm-hmm. So small, and you walk to them with all the confidence, tell them what you want to do, you want sponsorship. Uh, then they look at you like, but you're going to make movies. But you just had to film from McKinney University? <laughs> no. <laughs> They don't teach film in Uganda. So most of them really thought I was joking. Mm-hmm. Those who believed in me because of the intensity, the urgency of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is HIV AIDS. I'm going to do this and the other. I will help community here and there. I will raise my voice here or, or raise awareness here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they supported me. I had some boutiques give me like costume. Oh. Um, yeah. So like the actors had what where I had... Um, I think was it a flower, a flower exporting farm, giving us flowers for the set. Oh, how many cameras did you have? I think I had one. Oh, I had one camera, and some guy he used to do events. He helped us with the camera, and now the camera person had to be from him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is someone who does events. Ah, no so background him, in do, film. Yeah, in film. So when the action gets interesting the guy zooms we have no monitor to watch (laughs) we have no monitor like to preview anyway we are carrying some old sony tv Uh and sometimes the director you'll be up and about the guy has zoomed you didn't tell him to do that we didn't have a a boom microphone so Mm -hmm. we're using this microphone they use at parties Mm -hmm. so the sound was terrible absolutely terrible we had to repeat it oh wow you like recorded yes in uh, in studio and sync it okay Uh and at that time i couldn't get the actors to come and voice how did you pull that off (laughs) so for some of the actors who are ladies i would have to voice (laughs) (laughs) that was a drama but (laughs) i think looking back you're like oh my god but he, I, I wish I could like get back that energy and confidence uh-huh. at this stage. <laughs> I would do wonders because I could really move mountains. <laughs> oh wow, that's quite the experience. But you were determined. That's the main thing. Yes. You were determined because that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I. I just wanted to make movies. And actually, on my poster, I put there Uganda's first professional film is finally here. Mm-hmm. So there are some guys who had been in this industry because they didn't know the difference between film, drama and all. So the guys who act and maybe record their stage plays on film, mm-hmm. uh, most of them... Oh, they concentrate. didn't take that yeah, very yeah. well. Eh? Yeah, they didn't take it very well. They're like, who is this? <laughs> who does she think she is? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know? Um, so, but it was okay. It, it was it was okay. Of course, I knew I'm dealing with film. They deal with something else, and this is the first professional film. Mm-hmm. Anyway, years later, 
I'm doing my master's and doing my research on Ugandan film mm-hmm. because I was really so passionate about film and what I discovered when we were studying film there was just a mention of East Africa and they mentioned East Africa during colonial films wait like when yes so there was no East Africa in the scholarship of film I said I'm going to do this I'll make movies and also study the movies put our movies in the mainstream academia hmm. <laughs> okay so, so for my master's, yeah. Mm-hmm. For my master's, I had to do that. Like I had to research on Ugandan film. I did a master's in literature, but they knew, and maybe I've taken you really far. Mm-hmm. So when I make my film, I, my film then I become like a, a kind of small celebrity. <laughs> what? Okay. So they would call me on radio like this or on TV. I sit back and say, you know, I'm a filmmaker, I'm a philosopher, we think, I think this is not for me, I don't appear on screen, I'll send the actors to go. Mm-hmm. So I used to turn them down and send the actors, and I really wanted to promote my actors uh, to use like the Hollywood approach, so that next time I make a movie, if it is starring Justine Nantongo, mm. the main actress or actor, it then will... people will come to watch it. Yes. Oh, people will like the, the or, or I can promote myself, but I don't want to promote myself through my face or whatever. I want to promote myself through the messages, through the content that I can, I bring out. Mm. So, anyways, I, I was everywhere, and after Cineplex, my film went to DSTV. Okay. Yeah. So it was also the first Ugandan film on DSTV. Imagine that! Yeah. Wow. And I will tell you this about our people. They may not support you once when you're here. Once you get international, then they all recognize you. <laughs> I think we're seeing that with a certain someone who had a movie on Netflix. I know. Uh, look, Manali. Yes, uh, everyone is, uh, yeah, they want a uh, piece of him Ali. now. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that means you can trace the journey of film in Uganda so clearly. It's yeah. something you're passionate about. Yeah. You are involved, mm. hands-on. You've studied. Uh, yeah. So we talked about DSTV, and I feel like multi-choice has been mm. really supportive of you know at least we look at films in Uganda and where we are now. They have, and we, we they may not pay much, but for what they do, we really need to appreciate them because for the platform here. Yeah, for the platform and even for the little money that is foreign exchange mm-hmm. that comes mm-hmm. in in dollars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. So my film is acquired by by Mal Choice then, and they had only two African Magic channels because mm-hmm. it was on African Magic, mm-hmm. and they also came to look out for me to ask me to make another movie. Okay, they are willing to get them for the films, but I didn't have the resources, and they can't give you the resources. Yeah, they only acquire I try to negotiate the finished project money. yeah mm-hmm. yeah the finished product and they told me you know what we, we are like a third platform um I, ideally you make your movie it goes to cinema you make money through cinema uh, the, the box office then your local TV here would pay much more than we pay mm-hmm. yeah but our TVs don't pay no so I patterned with um UBC then mm-hmm. UBC like sponsored my film mm. they didn't actually sponsor they allowed to promote it oh okay. wherever I would go to show it so they ran my adverts on prime time on condition that I would give them the movie to to, to, to show to air mm-hmm. yeah to air and uh, it's me who failed in my own movie <laughs> because 
um, it was going well. I did Kampala premiere at um, Hotel Africana. Then Hotel Africana sponsored me. So this they is for me. the second movie? For the first one. Oh, for Fate. The very first uh-huh. one, for Fate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Hotel Africana sponsored me in terms of giving me free location. Mm-hmm. And um, we also premiered the movie there. Mm. And the premiere was a success. Okay. I think I should have gotten like 200 people. Um, got some corporate tables because I moved everywhere. I marketed that My goodness. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever gotten any more money from a movie like I got from Fate mm-hmm. at that time. And um, so uh, DSTV comes, acquire, acquires it. Uh, UBC was willing, before even DSTV, UBC was willing to promote it. And uh, I show in Kampala, Cineplex was positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the premiere was positive. I wanted to go to the outside uh, towns. I start with Entebbe. Mm-hmm. In Entebbe, we do all the adverts on TV. <laughs> and we go to show, like two days too. Uh-huh. And there was no one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the passerbys would look at this beautiful... Um, Poster, not poster. It's not even a billboard. What is the one? The name for that big, like big canvas. I'm forgetting the term. Okay, the not a billboard. Not a, okay, but the ones they would hang up. The ones they would hang. Yeah, the one they hang up. Yeah, a banner. Aha. So they would look at the banner and they see this beautiful. The, 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 the actors there. They ask in Luganda. I don't know whether you know Luganda. You know very little of it. <laughs> yeah. Banner. Aba actanga te tubalaba. <laughs> so oh my that's God. when it dawned on me that the the audience mm-hmm. does not know the difference between film and drama. Mm. So they thought this was going to be like Bakayimbira actors. Right. Oh, they will see the people there. We are going to act. I stopped the upcountry screenings. If Entebbe was that ignorant, <laughs> I knew I wouldn't succeed with Hoima Umbale. Umbarara. Uh-huh. So... Anyway, that was I a tough UBC reaction, to Bambi. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I told you basically to stop, mm-hmm. um, and promoting they can't. Yeah, stop promoting it. I cancelled that that country trip okay. and decided to show it at campus because I knew it was so relevant to these students to show it in the halls of residence. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, even Macquarie University students didn't know the difference between film and drama. So we have come a long, long way. Since. A long way, indeed. And that's when I decided, you know what, I think we we may need to do a lot of promotion, support the industry in whichever way we can. Mm-hmm. We raise this awareness. Mm-hmm. People don't know what is film. Mm. Yeah, they don't know what is film. And then I tried to sell my, 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 my movie to the guys who are marketing Nigerian movies, yeah. the videos, because mm-hmm. the, the, the market then was booming. For Nigerian movies, for Nollywood. Yeah, for the, mm-hmm. for the for the pirated Nigerian movies. Because mm-hmm. they don't buy the movie, they <laughs> duplicate and sell <laughs> and make money. That is free money. Uh-huh. So I go downtown to ask them to show my film. They asked me, um, can we preview? I give them a preview. And they said, and the people I was dealing with, by the way, are semi-literate. So mm-hmm. you have to speak Luganda. My Luganda is not so good. So from the way you're speaking, they can tell you don't know Luganda mm. and then your movies in English and possibly the accent is not typical of a Ugandan street accent so they asked me are you sure this is Ugandan or Nigerian this one looks does not look Ugandan possibly if you made it anyway <laughs> without that you even made it wow. if you made it can you be Jade 
I felt like dying. And I wouldn't allow myself to VJ my film. <laughs> so I stopped selling it. I couldn't sell it there. I used to sell it at the National Theatre mm. only. Mm. Anyway, um, but I it did not stop you, though. It did not stop it you. It didn't stop me. No, it didn't. I knew I would make another movie and possibly advertise differently or whatever. We we only have to keep going to make people know because what I had received in Kampala from those ones who know who could understand was really positive. Mm-hmm. Ugandans wanted to watch their own stories. Yeah. We also had the kind of Ugandans who would say um, our movies would definitely be bad quality because they are comparing it to Hollywood. Yes. They are watching a pirated Hollywood film. Yeah. They don't know what it costs to make a movie mm-hmm. and they would not even pay 5000 to buy a DVD. Yeah. That lack I of understanding is still very present. <laughs> yes. The expectations are so high. But, I mean, what is needed to give you that kind of quality is very different. Yeah, it's very different. And even their support is so limited. Mm-hmm. They can only support in terms of words, but they wouldn't go. How many would go to the theater to support, to watch a, a local play or watch a film? Mm-hmm. While if it's followed, they would go even when they don't understand the story. That's why the VJs were making a team to interpret mm-hmm. <laughs> these stories for some people. Anyway, that aside, in that process, during that time, 2007, 2008, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm called by my professor, the nun, yes. who taught me film. She just wanted to talk to me. I said, okay, my teacher wants to talk to me. I got campus. And she asked me, what do you want to do all your life? I told her, to be honest, I knew I would really make her happy. She taught me film and I'm making film. And whenever I would give an interview, I would talk about her. Like now, we even talked about her. Because mm-hmm. yeah, she started it all. I told her, I want to make movies all my life. And she asked me, do you know that a filmmaker is a teacher? I'm like, yeah, I think. So we just, society, we talk to people. It's through our movies. Mm-hmm. Can you teach? Oh. Another sister, I've never taught. <laughs> I've never taught. Maybe I'll try. Say, don't say you'll try, say you'll do it. I said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> then I had to apply for a job at campus. And at that time, you would not even do an interview like they do today. So, mm-hmm. so that means you did your interview as you started. If you're a good student, they'll call wow. you. Wow. Okay. So I get a job at Makere University to be mentored to teach film because out of this. lot I started with, I went out and had um, exemplified or had stood mm-hmm. out, had practiced what I studied. So that's how I joined academia. And and it kind of derails me because for some time, yeah, not really for some time, but um, it it kind of takes you from the the, the other speed to this other speed because now you're in academia, you must study. Mm. Once you get to Makere, I got a job with only one degree, you're teaching a student lecturer, just Mm. tutoring. And um, we call ourselves academic house girls, house boys, <laughs> helping every professor here. Wow! <laughs> helping every professor. I have professor. never heard that before. Oh gosh! Uh-huh. So you immediately um, you must do a master's. Uh-huh. Anyway, I got a scholarship to do a master's. Um, so during my master's, because everybody knew, and they were so proud of me. They were really very supportive. This is someone who wants to be an artist. This is someone who is a filmmaker so let her start a film mm. so if we're doing like a course on um, gender in literature 
So my professor would say, okay, we know you love film. Cindy, you could do gender in film. Mm-hmm. Analyze any film you want. So I was really like honed into film studies. Right. At that level, that way. So that's where and the focus came in. Yeah, to, in academia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and now the other determination to say, okay, I may move from the industry now, um, focus on academia, but even then I'll be contributing in this way to this same industry that we all need to grow because mm-hmm. we weren't even an industry up to today i don't think we are an industry um well, you're trying now I, I think a lot has yeah. changed in the last few years of course more mm. support is needed um, yeah. especially from us as ugandans really for for our yeah. own but w- what do mm. you see i mean um as some of the places where people can plug in and do better uh, for the industry, yeah, mm-hmm. right now, I think it's uh, more of streamlining it. We've got a lot of Ugandans who are so enthusiastic, who are also talented, who want to do things and can do things. Mm-hmm. So they are stopped at a level of maybe production because we don't have the producers. If mm. you, if I could compare this to Nigeria, for example, in Nigeria, a rich person or a businessman. A woman mm-hmm. should be gender sensitive. Yes, <laughs> invests in a movie, gets okay. a Lukman Ali or a Cindy to make a movie, mm-hmm. and says in this film Genevieve Naji should appear. Whether she's gonna be a maid or whatever, whether she fits in the role or not, Genevieve Naji should appear mm-hmm. because he wants to make his money in one week by selling a movie to a star. Okay. So that means the Cindy contracted to direct. I'm not the one putting in the money. I'm only looking at the story and making sure I bring it out well, mm-hmm. finish it, work on another project. So the producer who put in the money should market his work. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they do the marketing. So here, you find a filmmaker, you write, produce. Fund. And di- yes. So by producing, you're funding. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're putting in executive producing and producing. And then marketing so we fail at that stage right instead of having it streamlined like you said um, yeah you need people so to, that's where we yeah to mm. invest <laughs> properly yeah we need people to invest but even then we are getting there slowly mm-hmm. yeah we'll get there the festivals have done something mm-hmm. um but possibly bef- before the i didn't tell you how fate and uh, no fair play came in okay that's your so second film the second film is Windows of Hope or Fair Play actually mm-hmm. but I started on Windows of Hope earlier okay. so when I when I joined campus and I focused on teaching then I had also gotten married um, having a baby mm-hmm. so you're really having a lot on your plate yeah and I had to be very strategic at this point in time for my with my second film which is called Windows of Hope okay um, and that one I dedicated it now to the youth the other one was for women, mm-hmm. and this one was for the youth. I'm really so intent on what kind of stories that I bring out. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, these guys, some of them who learned even to practice camera from my my camera, my camcorder, were now becoming big because some people were making more movies. Uh-huh. Uh, Maria Mudagiri had started to make movies. Her mm-hmm. first editor, she got him from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sooner Peter, I had edited my work. Um, so some of the actors, were who acted in my film were getting work were getting gigs hmm. and if i wanted to make a movie then possibly i would not afford to pay them i said you know what i'll promote also my people where, from where i come from mm-hmm. Moima. Mm-hmm. and for my second film 
which I, I had I wanted to produce in my local language in Renoro because the, the language question Renoro Toro the language question in African film and literature is very key yeah because sometimes our movies don't look so natural because we are forcing ourselves to speak Thank another you. language I actually watch a lot of foreign films now because they have mm. that authenticity to them yes and if you compare like our films to film to films coming from West Africa you really see mm-hmm. um, authenticity you really see that they are they are original they are natural mm. so my next film i wanted to use language according to context so i go in hoima and audition look for support i got very good support um and even when i completed it in terms of funding now mm. what i had learned from my first film um was that when people give you pro bono services they can always write for you Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like an actor tells you I'm coming I'm on, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm no. on my way oh, I'm no. on the border everybody else is there you can't film because that one actor is missing mm-hmm. so I said this time around I'm going to sign a contract whether I'm paying you 10,000 30,000 so I'm becoming serious now as a producer mm-hmm. 100 you will have a contract and you should honor your contract mm-hmm. so now I got Hoima and got some people from here I still wanted to promote my actors to create stars they still had roles in their appropriate roles and the film was a success in Hoima I launched it Masindi was the best reception I could ever get okay uh, and people were so excited they couldn't believe that they can hear their own language on big screen mm-hmm. yeah because they only used to watch Nigerian movies and here was a yeah. movie in their language in their language and in English so the response was okay it turns out that film actually got me an award my very first award i think the only award i still have <laughs> <laughs> the best feature film of 2012 by the Nile Diaspora International Film Festival it sounds like it's been a really exciting journey a lot of challenges clearly yes. but mm. you, you've managed to do quite a lot because you also again you said very intent about the storytelling yeah. and what you're actually trying to share what you're trying to actually bring out how do we find you um, unfortunately we're out of time how do we get a hold of you online how can we see your material um i do have a website mm-hmm. www.nyatimotionpictures.com can you repeat that uh, please nyatimotionpictures.com nyati n y a t i which okay. is buffalo in swahili okay nyatimotionpictures.com yes nyatimotionpictures.com and i'm not so good at social media i think i'm on twitter i'm also on facebook nyatimotionpictures okay and um yeah if and if people just google cindy magara or they put in the title of my movies they would get something about me but now mm-hmm. I'm currently working on a, a documentary okay which is a precursor to a series like I told mm-hmm. you my PhD was my third my fourth born mm-hmm. so my fifth born is this series that I'm working on mm-hmm. and um, maybe we can talk about it some other time okay uh, but it's about Kabalega and all the pre-colonial kings mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. Kabalega's time Kabalega Mwanga Uh, Kasagama Ntare of Wankori it's basically about Uganda's history mm-hmm. yeah so before I can com- do the series so I wanted to li- yes I wanted it to be live action mm-hmm. and that, that means to be really big budget you're creating all the palaces the costumes mm-hmm. you're creating Uganda of 1840s wow 
so I've decided to first do a documentary film and I'm beginning to film I'm beginning I'm shooting next week okay okay uh, yeah hey, you hit the ground running yes I hit the ground running now this is gonna be my fifth my fifth my your fifth, fifth baby <laughs> yes after my PhD I'm back to film because I stopped making films in 2013 and mm. then concentrated on my master's and building my family then do a PhD because I knew you can't be an artist and do all these things at the same time yeah yeah but while I was doing that I used to be a chief judge at the film festivals around here I continue to be really active in that industry so you were still involved still still involved very, very, it's, a, very it's about involved. timing yeah. also so now yeah. you have the time for that Cindy thank you so much mm. for joining me on the Groove Cafe you're very welcome oh, this was Christo. lovely oh my goodness and I hope I just didn't do too much of laughing <laughs> well it's always good to laugh but thank you so much for joining me for sharing your story and we're looking forward to that series it sounds like it's going to be amazing Thank you. Thank you, Crystal. Have a lovely day. You too. Okay, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Groove Cafe. The Groove. It's another beautiful day, and you're listening to RX Radio.